Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with Milwaukee-based music writer and owner of the indie music website, Alan Hollas. He has over 15 years in and around independent music, formerly as a producer and eventually a writer and content creator. His breaking and entering has focused on independent music with daily content since 2014. In some ways, he's a jack of all trades for local music. He has covered everything from festivals like Lollapalooza and South by Southwest down to small shows and tiny bars. He loves his gig. Enjoy this interview. Nice to meet you. So where are you coming out of? Uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh, Milwaukee. Right on, man. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I interviewed a couple, a jazz band out of Madison. They glowed about what was going on up there. Yeah, for sure. We've got a lot going on. <laughs> That's cool, man. So um, before we get into your life and music and everything that makes you who you are, I want to know how you survived COVID. How did you get through that time period and how did it change you? Um, it was a very interesting time, especially a very, uh, a music devoid time, you know, not having live concerts and things like that to go to. Um, it changed for sure because, uh, well, for one thing, these microphones that we're using here actually, uh, and jumping into podcasting and jumping into creating more content this way, video, audio, things like that. Um, that all kind of came out of COVID as a necessity. So, um, you know, what we do is breaking and entering. We cover music from all over the, you know, all over the world. We focus on our home market in Milwaukee. Uh, but we were really able to push ourselves into like a different space, creating different types of content, basically from, you know, as a byproduct of the pandemic. So let's get to exactly what you do. I know music and, and covering music is your thing, but I'm going to put you in front of a bunch of third graders at a career day. And one of the kids says, hey, what do you do for a living? How do you answer them? Sure. Um, so I write about music. Uh, I cover it. I'm a journalist. So I get to go to concerts and write reviews. Um, I also get to interview artists. We also cover music that is released online and um, we, we post articles about it. So that's kind of the core of what we do. What did you want to be when you were a kid? Uh, when I started, I wanted to be in a band when I was really little. And then... Um, eventually wanted to be a pro skateboarder <laughs> and then when none of those things panned out um i kind of found things that you know were still in the realm of that uh so i i ended up writing about music and still skateboarding just on the side <laughs> so you obviously love what you do yeah absolutely totally i i we're we're coming off of four straight weekends of festivals in milwaukee uh we have Summerfest, which is like the big three weekend extravaganza and then harley davidson just had their like anniversary festival here as well um and that's when you realize like you're very lucky to you know i'm lucky that i get to go to these things and my job is to go watch these bands perform and then tell people about it you know? what's the scene like in milwaukee so I've always described it as there's little pockets of everything here. I, I know, you know, there's there is some jazz, uh, but there's also a lot of, you know, rock. There's a lot of hip hop that gets made here, uh, different styles, even subgenres within hip hop, within rock. And it all kind of goes neighborhood by neighborhood. And you can find a pocket of just about anything all over the place. Um, what we do with breaking and entering is we try to be the center for all that. We try to be the hub that, you know, captures all of the different music that's happening here and and gets it out to people not only that are in our market, but people from all over the world to kind of see what we have going on. So what was the first live show that you ever saw in your life that blew you away? 
that blew me away okay that's different uh the first live show i ever saw i remember seeing rod stewart when i was a kid nice i was like i was like three years old wow. um eventually i saw hansen when i was maybe seven or eight so this is yeah. the height of their like blow up and then the first concert i can really say that i was like proud of going to i saw some 41 when i was 12 oh. um at Summerfest. yeah so did you grow up in milwaukee Yes, I grew up born and raised in Milwaukee, uh, went to college here at Marquette University, and just kind of never left. <laughs> so you obviously, going to Rod Stewart at three, you obviously came from a family that cherishes and holds live music to a high regard, and music in general. Talk to me a little mm -hmm. bit about growing up. How did these seeds of loving music get to you? It really started from having just music on in the house all the time when I was growing up, whether that was my mom doing housework or my dad, you know, working on stuff there was always a stereo or there's always uh you know music videos playing things like that um i really kind of got into the music that i listen to now a lot of what i got into now um through skateboarding though like when i was very young you know this is turn of the millennium x games are on tv tony hawk's pro skater is everywhere so that was what really kind of shaped my musical taste um but then i always kind of found that as my thing i was music so that has allowed me to go deeper and further into things, explore different genres uh, and and really kind of find my footing as, as to like, this is something that is now part of my like core identity, you know? Yeah, for sure. So talk to me a little bit about who's kind of been a hero for you, whether it's musical hero or in general, that's inspired and made you who you are today. Um, that goes back to my start for sure. It goes back to like listening to a lot of punk rock. Uh, my favorite band growing up was no effects and, and still is, I wouldn't necessarily, they're heroes, not in the traditional, like <laughs> superhero sense of like, you know, these are maybe the best moral people to look up at. Yeah. Uh, but I think, you know, honestly, the spirit of like being able to do your own thing, that is something that, um, really kind of came out of that. And that goes into, you know, eventually starting my own company, but really that spirit of like, even what I do now, you know, writing about music, I, I get to write about the acts that I want to write about the people that I think are important and that I care about and not really conforming to like, well, it would be great if I wrote about, you know, pop top 40 acts all day and probably would be a little bit more successful, a lot faster, but there's something to be said for having the spirit of being able to do your own thing and really um, kind of carve your own path, which is something that I don't think a lot of people go that route. Yeah. What would be a dream interview? Musician, pan, what would be that dream interview for you? Oh, that is tough. Um, I, We haven't talked about, but I had a, a small phase where uh, Kiss was huge for me, the band Kiss. And I last year got to talk to Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons. That was pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, It was only it was very brief, but uh, they happened to be in town and I got a couple minutes with them. And it was like, that's the only time I think I've ever like physically been shaking during an interview is like oh my god this is you know your idols when you're a little kid uh dream interview i i mean i would love to eventually talk to like a paul mccartney <laughs> you know what i mean mm -hmm. or or ringo star i've seen ringo star before i've not seen paul um but to see like you know somebody that is widely regarded or even like the stones you know something like that would be like the absolute dream to be like this is somebody that's not only shaped music for you know generations but everything that i've talked about doesn't happen without bands like the beatles bands like the stones you know basically setting everything off 
So as we look in the annals of modern music and developments and things that shift because there was new sounds and bands that come in, what do you see is the biggest seismic shift that happened in music in our modern lives? In our modern lives is the internet, 1000%. Um, and streaming, uh, as much as, you know, there's a lot of music purists that are like, well, I would love to have a record. I have a wall of records to the side of me. It is so much nicer to be able to say, you know what, I can find any kind of music in the world, anything I'm even remotely interested in. I can just tap that in and I can yeah. at least hear enough of it to be engaged with it. And if I love it, I can go buy a vinyl or I could go, you know, to a concert or whatever. Um, so I think that that is our biggest shift in terms of it also is really big in the terms of how we preserve music. Um, so if you think about it, you go back to a previous decade. That's all we had were vinyl records at one point. You know what I mean? Like vinyl rep- records, cassette tapes, whatever. If your band wasn't successful enough to you know, get a deal and press a record or have the money to press a record on your own accord, that music might be lost forever. Where now we we have the internet, we have all of this technology in front of us to be like, you can make your band and maybe 10, 15 years down the line, that's discoverable now. It's on the internet. It's somewhere that people can go find that. And so for what I do, I mean, even in terms of Milwaukee, like, you know, you could go back 20 years even, and maybe there are some bands that are lost now because they never had the chance to go and record something and put that out there for people to find. So unless you know about that band, it's kind of it, you know what I mean? There's nothing out there. So, um, so I think that's the biggest shift is for sure technology and just being able to have everything in, in, you know, your fingertips, um, even for artists too. I, I've always said that music was very black and white for a little bit and now not in a, a racial term, but in just ter- like a sound, it was very concrete genres. Now I think we're getting to the point where music is being sort of blended a little bit grayer uh, that you can have some kid that, you know, sits down and wants to listen to a jazz album or they want to listen to, you know, public enemy, or they want to listen to a punk record or, and they might like all of those and pull little pieces of all of those things and put those together. And that's, something completely unique and i think that's going to change the way music sounds in the next you know growing decades so what is a motivator for you every day what makes you do the job that you do and love it i think the thing that gets me up every day and gets me going with this is the fact that it's going to make somebody else's day writing about what i do because i'm writing about you know largely local music for right now um when i get to cover big acts that's great but my day-to-day is more focused on local music uh somebody is going to wake up, they're going to see an article written about them and that's going to make their day. You know, they they might make this thing in their basement and it's cool, but they don't know if anyone's heard it or received it. Once they see that physical proof or they see an article that's online and they go, oh, somebody actually listened to it. Like that's going to make their day for sure. You know, what, what's the best event that you've covered so far? My favorite that I've covered, so I've been to South by Southwest in Austin. I've been to Summerfest every year since 2014 as press. My favorite thing that I've covered, though, is Lollapalooza in Chicago. Um, That is the first time I went was as, like, credentialed press. I didn't actually get to go down to Chicago, like, to go see it as a fan first, where Summerfest, I had grown up with it my whole life. Uh, So when I first made Summerfest, I was like, I've made it. When I first made Lollapalooza, it was like, oh, my God, I have made it. You know what I mean? Like 
this was production on a completely different scale that I had never seen before. The biggest artists in the world are are walking around backstage and I'm just kind of observing it all like happen. Uh, there's a media tent that I, I, I'm my little company is next to a Rolling Stone, next to a Spotify, next to iHeartRadio, like all of the biggest companies in the world. So that's my favorite one to do. Um, when we're recording this, it's a couple weeks away and I cannot wait to go back again this year too. So what are you the proudest of that you've done so far? Um, for sure, the festival coverage, actually. Yeah, I think, you know, being able to go out and do those big things uh, and just really to keep my my website running for, you know, it's going on nearly 10 years. Next year will be 10 years um, and to keep it relevant and to I think I I wouldn't say that I am the only person responsible for this by any means, but the Milwaukee music scene has definitely been elevated. Um, in terms of quality, in terms of just production, in terms of it's on people's minds in Milwaukee a little bit more. And I think that I am a large factor in that. Uh, it's We're not the biggest city in the world, but we are definitely one that, you know, if you can make enough noise, everyone in the city is going to learn about you. And I think a lot of people, at least in the, the media circles of Milwaukee, have been able to learn about Milwaukee music through my website. So, Alan, everyone has a perception of you, your family, friends, readers fans but you ultimately lead the charge what's your perception of you who do you think you are that's a tough one um i i think that i'm somebody that's a champion for local music first and foremost still definitely a fan first and foremost as well um but somebody that also understands that there's a mission at hand here like to elevate either local music or to, you know, get my little part of the, you know, my little world out to the bigger, larger part of the internet. Um, so I, I think that, you know, that's me, definitely a, a motivated, hardworking person, which doesn't always go hand in hand with music. Um, but somebody that like, I think I understand who I am and <laughs> what I really want to do. Um, and I, I'm going to go about that as much, you know, as hard as I can to do that, you know. Absolutely. So if anyone out there wants to get on your site, learn more about you, your coverage, anything that you're doing, where can they go? Uh, the main site is breakingandentering.net. We are literally on all of the social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, TikTok, Twitch. I do a, a weekly show. You can tell that I've we've got that kind of down at this point. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah, we are on all of the social media, but breakingandentering.net is the hub. Right on, man. Alan, thank you for opening up. Thanks for your story. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me on. I appreciate absolutely. it. Yeah, I was up in Chicago, I think in 16. I didn't go to Lollapalooza, but the energy on the railways and all around was mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah, I take the train in every time. And uh, when I'm on my way down there, you can definitely tell because usually it's like a Thursday morning and yeah. some people come to Chicago from Milwaukee for business. And a lot go down there for, for Lollapalooza. You can definitely tell who is there for a music festival and who isn't. Yeah. Well, I saw Lollapalooza come through Kansas City in the late 90s. And Lenny mm -hmm. was up there. And it was crazy. It was, yeah. I mean, that crowd when his hair was going everywhere. I think that was <laughs> around American Woman, maybe. I can't remember. Sure. But it was like, it was on fire. So, yeah, it's... uh it's cool. Well, yeah, you got a good gig, man. There's nothing wrong with living your life, following the music. It's a good way to to live every day. 
Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. Music.